Welcome to Triathlon-ish. We thought this week would be a quick episode, and then we talked for 50 minutes. We did have a number of sound problems, a bit of a challenge with the balance. I apologize, but Sid and I break down all the new news with the PTO, the upcoming races, Ironman Texas, and of course, the big news, Scrail California. All right, Sid, you're back from training camp. Did you, you recover? Do you feel, do you feel fitter? I have no, uh, I, I did feel fitter. And then we had a run this morning with the squad here in Boulder and they set up, it felt like they set off at like breakneck speed. And I said to Dibs, like she was on the bike and I said, I feel this is like making me feel really unfit and I should be like, just come back from training camp. Um, and actually heart rate was fine, but it was just that initial like, oh my gosh, right. um, and maybe back at, back at a little bit higher altitude. But um, yeah, no, it was a good camp. I have no idea what day of the week it is because obviously we're recording this. I thought it was, I thought it was Tuesday yesterday and I got confused and then it worked because we drove back, I drove back Sunday and I don't know whether like, I don't know. I just thought it was Tuesday yesterday. It felt like a Sunday was a Monday and now it's Tuesday today and then we're recording and we normally catch up on a Monday. I'm, I'm going to be screwed. Yeah. I know. I texted you and I was like, and you were like, oh yeah, that meeting. And I was like, no, that's next yeah. week. And you were like, I thought it was this week. <laughs> I had that totally in my calendar for yesterday. And yeah, anyway, but yeah. So I bought, so I, like think, very... I think that probably means training camp went well. <laughs> there you go. I'm, su- you I'm go. suitably don't have the brain capacity at the moment. <laughs> Did you figure out it was Monday enough to watch the Boston Marathon yesterday? I did. And I don't know whether that then confused me more because I'm like, what has a, who has a race right. on a Monday? Like, and then, but that should have meant it was like a Sunday, not a Tuesday. Anyway, I did watch the Boston yeah. Marathon. It looked suitably cold and miserable. Um, I think again. actually that's like perfect marathon weather. Yeah, probably. Like, probably, yeah. Mid 40s and slightly damp. Yeah. Like, perfect. Yeah. Um, but I didn't watch a ton of it because we were driving. Uh, it does somewhat comfort me that even major marathons on ESPN can't get coverage. Yes. Super awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like... Or they make a mistake. I saw, so I only kind of watched the end of it because I had a, a few things on in the morning and um, Kipchoge, who I yeah. think came in seventh in the end. Did not have a good not day. Not have a good day. Yeah. But I did notice as he crossed the finish line, they actually panned to him and then c- came upon the screen champion kipchoge and then quickly and then quickly obviously took that down and put like seventh place or whatever i was like oh you see they make they make mistakes but but and i thought they make mistakes and then i thought but i bet they don't get a barrage of abuse about it (laughs) oh they definitely (laughs) do do they do they like somebody said this after the oceanside coverage somebody online was like oh do other sports like shit on their own athletes and commentators and and I was like, um, do you guys never watch football? Like I like NBA playoffs are right now. Literally all the fans do is scream ref. You suck. Like that's over the, and over. Right. That's the ref though. That's different. Right. But my point is like, everyone the... spends all their time hating on everything. Like that's what yeah. like, mainstream big time sports are about. is just like bitching. I don't constantly. know though. Like that, that I get that. And like in football in the, in the UK, like everyone, yeah. 
like right. the umpire, the ref, they always get get abused rightly or wrongly. But that's not the commentators, and that's not the broadcast. I would. Oh, people still hate on them I, all the well, time. That's what I'm interested. In. I would say, like in athletics, track and field in the UK, I don't, I don't think that ever gets hated on. But then I guess is track and field big time sports in the UK? I would say no. it's pretty big. It gets more coverage than a triathlon does. Well, yeah, yeah, but we're talking, Sid, we're talking actual big-time sports Yeah, track We're talking, and, like, track, football, basketball, track, baseball. Track and field would... It is like that in the UK? Uh, not so much, not at, up there with football, but it's still on... You get a lot of coverage on British TV, and you... On, like, broadcast TV. Yeah, on broadcast TV, and you don't get the... Yeah, yeah, it's one of the bigger coverage... The bigger sports for TV coverage, I would say. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's weird because, yeah, not big, not big here. Anyway, anyway, I also heard people asking like, oh, yeah, you know, why do we like why does triathlon criticize itself? And like, sure, it's a super small sport. So we like all feel very invested because but also like let's not lose perspective. Lots and lots of people complained about the ESPN marathon coverage. Many, many, many people. ESPN just doesn't give a shit and doesn't like listen because it's such small. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So you got to have some perspective here. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, it was a pretty good race. Helen O'Beary won. And then she, uh, <laughs> you and I were both like, and then she hugged what looked like a very <laughs> old child. Yeah, so she has a seven-year-old daughter. Um, yeah, and she's... And she's only like 33. Yeah, yeah. I know. Pretty pretty amazing. But then, um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw someone, on, well, not throw, but then I'm, I'm thinking like in triathlon, uh, Jackie Herring, like her kids are a lot older and she's still racing. Um, she's very good too. and she's very good and yeah. um justin mccauley her older daughter is six maybe six or seven maybe and she's so yeah so it's not i think we've just had not uncommon. we've just had so much media attention on the new mums and the recent mums and sure. i guess with the maternity policy and stuff like that that we forget that actually there are pro athletes racing who have got like seven, eight year old sure. daughters and or sons and still doing amazing. Yeah. Still doing amazing. But yeah. I think the reason like the new moms is one, like it's hard, it's harder in that first yeah. like two years for sure to like literally physically, yeah. right? Like literally oh. physically it's harder. Um, and also like childcare wise and logistics wise and sleeping enough and all yeah. that. But also like, and there was a Runner's World article about this. Like, why are there so many moms all of a sudden? And it's like, well, guys, this is not hard to figure out. There are so many moms because policies changed, sponsorship changed, society changed. Like, literal yeah. reasons why. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, But there was the other moms this weekend. I don't know if you saw the battle. Uh, Gwen versus Katie oh. at the, like, <laughs> tiniest Continental Cup in St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> so Katie won, didn't she? Katie's Ferris won. It was just so was, funny. Was Gwen racing then? Yeah, Katie's Ferris run. Uh, uh, it's like such a it's a tiny continental cup in St. Louis, Missouri, which like normally would not attract two Olympic medalists. Um, but because of this whole like points. the American women are like battling it out for points, um, both Gwen and Katie were on the start line. And yeah, Katie won by fifty seconds. Okay, I think, and was where did Gwen on a sprint sprint hour long? Okay, and where did Gwen finish? Gwen was second. Oh, she was second, so, so Katie beat Gwen by yeah. 50 seconds. Okay, I didn't, I hadn't, yeah. I'd, seen, I'd seen the news come out that Katie had won, but I hadn't yeah. seen. So, yeah. But it is very funny. It yeah. is like... Well, then, okay, so segue that, and we put a spanner in the works going over. So the, the U.S. women have a big battle for points in the... Right. Um, for the Olympics. Now, we all thought the British women had a big battle 
for positions right. as well. However, Jess Limoth has just removed herself. Well, I'm assuming has removed herself from that um, <laughs> battle. She's like, unfortunately, she's been injured a, a fair amount since Tokyo, um, mm-hmm. and sort of, I think was always kind of never really sure whether she was going to do another cycle or move yeah. to long course or maybe was kind of just done. Um, but she just announced she was pregnant. So talk about new mums and then <laughs> battling for so slots. So yeah. Well, and she will be the actual first person to get to use the new world tribe maternity policy because, and I thought this was kind of shit. They announced it and totally made it sound like Katie's affairs was going to be. Yeah. And the, and the Katie's affairs had like worked with them on it. And then they were like, oh, it's not retroactive. And it was like, wait, she like literally had the kid like a month ago. That's not like that retroactive. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she's just helped you put it together. Right. Yeah. I was like, I feel like you could just start it applying yeah. now. And she's still not racing. Yeah. So, so anyway. But yeah, so, it's great news for Jess. She's been with her partner for 20 years, I think. Um, but obviously, I mean, she did say it will be a little bit longer before I put a race suit back on. So maybe she is coming back, but you know, who knows? But I would imagine that's pretty much leaves Georgia Taylor Brown, Beth Potter, Potter. and Sophie Coldwell. I would imagine at at this stage have, you know, over a year out, but, uh, I think that's probably the, yeah. Well, the British, you guys do it like it's so, uh. You do Olympic qualification. I don't. I'm pretty sure it's still this way. Where they just like announce. They just like pick. <laughs> like there's no like. No. Like I don't think there's an automatic qualifying, right? Like I don't yeah. think like there's an there is because there wasn't last time around. It wasn't like oh if you hit X mark you automatically qualify. Now you've got me thinking. Yeah, because isn't that how? Oh gosh. No, last time around I know for a fact it was not. No, because like, Vic, no, like, Vicky, because Vicky and. Vicky and oh gosh, I'm gonna go back and come up with them. I'm pretty sure Johnny Brownley. I'm pretty sure a couple of them got qualifying slots at an early race, and then the rest of it is discretion. But don't quote me on that. And I'm sure okay. hopefully I just remember the Tokyo test event uh, when the two of them held they hands. Had to... Do you remember? Yeah, but they it didn't. It turned out not to matter well, got, because there was no automatic. Yeah. Right, but it turned out not to matter because there was no automatic qualifying for the Brits out of that race. So it didn't um, matter that they were disqualified? They had to like, finish, I remember looking this up. They had to finish top five, though, I think, because we, didn't those getting disqualified pushed Vicky up into fifth? No. Or top but she five. Did, but that didn't matter. It didn't matter. Like, the okay. fact that they got disqualified yeah. did not affect anyway, the British qualification it? It at the time. <laughs> Who knows? The point here The was... point is, the British triathlon, I'm pretty sure they just do their own thing, because, like, they pick... They just do their own thing. My point was, the British qualification system, they just, like, do their own thing. They make it their own thing. The U.S. system... Because we're very obsessed with fairness, um, and that's like the very American way is to be like it must be exact. Yeah. They we have like automatic qualifiers. Um, yeah, where like you hit a certain spot and then you. That's right, because that's, that's right. Taylor got it. Right. Yeah. So you you have to hit a certain yeah. spot and then you can get an automatic spot on the team. And then if you don't, and obviously those are pretty hard, and if you don't hit them, then we have a selection committee yeah. decide it. And I also so I had to sum all this up in a cartoon for kids the other day. And so I was trying to, like, make this really simple, which is why I read all these policies the other day, but then, like, sum it up in, like, three panels of a cartoon. <laughs> so... Oh, wow. I want to see that. I would love to see that. <laughs> what was your, What was the... I didn't realize this was a hidden talent of... Uh, well, I didn't draw the cartoon, tunist. to yeah, be clear. Yeah. I had oh. to... Yeah, no. We had an illustrator. Oh, but, yeah, but I was trying to, like... That's disappointing. Give him... I, give him... I think it would be much better if you'd have drawn the cartoon. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I actually had to... Uh, 
whatever for a different project one time i was trying to explain what i wanted something to look like and i drew this cartoon of the bay area and then i like took a bit i was it was terrible they were like what are Do you, you know what? i've actually so this tangent i did a couple of like <laughs> courses when i was in corporate world on like you know professional leadership and actually because i always write notes on everything and actually for this one course i drew instead of writing notes and i mm-hmm. drew the diagrams and the story and all the different things was all i pictorialized it oh, yeah well there see. you go there, there you go. go um and again, i'm gonna put a side note in there uh, i don't think british triathlon just make it up i just want to clarify that please don't come and hate <laughs> please don't please don't come and hate on me i think british triathlon i think i think they have they a, i think they up. have a policy i think it's quite stringent <laughs> i think it's quite clear to those who read it and if i took like i might go and search it out and come back to everyone on this one because i'm pretty sure it's not just a made up no thing. no they they i'm sure they have a po- it is it's just on the spectrum from it's not an author, australia yeah. just makes it up and then the u.s has to have a very specific policy otherwise people get right like in the spectrum they're like somewhere in the middle yeah. they like still definitely pick and if you so. and if you're bermuda you just need to be called Florida duffy <laughs> i mean i think technically like the olympic gold medals gets to go i think i think so she gets to go to everything doesn't she <laughs> yeah. i do i do love like this will also be her sixth olympics I, I mean i know we're all like assuming she's gonna go yeah. she's basically said it at this point yeah. but like that's a lot of olympics yeah, it is it's impressive like, i mean but how many was nicola wasn't nicola that many she was at so, seven yeah. or six two yeah, yeah five no she was five anyway yeah, it's gonna be a lot it will yeah. be the record because i also looked that up at I one did, point six will be tying for the I record i did like i did like that the pto posted about the european open which we will come on to in future weeks i think yes. it's a bit too far ahead but like you like said we have four olympic champions at the race or the last or i think the wording the last they said the, the last, last four. four they did have they yeah oh, twice <laughs> yeah yeah because that was it they said four olympic champions and i was like really let's just have a look really? at that have we had four and then i realized and then i reread it and it said the last four olympic champions but alistair was up twice i was like oh cunning but yeah anyway, yeah, well, anyway we'll come on to yeah. that race later the pto is getting oh, oh, right, let's talk about the pto the pto the pto is oh, they're getting a little weird with their social and now I've heard there's a rumor that you're the mystery pro. And so now I'm obsessed with this rumor, <laughs> even though you will not confirm nor deny. I am not <laughs> confirming or denying. If Mark Matthews or Talbot Cox is listening to this, I am not confirming or denying that I am the mystery pro. And we will leave it at that. Now I just feel like we're gonna have to wait till the post-coda after party, which is probably the last time I like drunkenly yelled at Talbot and Mike. And we're just gonna all find out who the actual <laughs> person is. You have to get me very drunk. <laughs> So the PTO this week, I was going to say announced, but announced isn't the right word. They sent a letter out to all of their athletes, finally communicating some of the things that yeah. like are not news, but like making it clear to the athletes kind of what direction they're headed in, which is they're going to focus on short, like 100K races. They're not doing longer course races anymore. Yet. Like I know that was talked about, yet. but then I'm going to put yet in yet. there. Yet. Yeah. They're not, important. they're focusing on 100K races. Obviously, as has already been, fo- like already been said, they're focusing on sort of more of the top 50 athletes both in terms of fewer athletes at their open so that they can tell that story better, broadcast better. And because they think like, let's be real, like you're going to make your money off Lucy, Jan, Daniela, yeah. Christian, right? Like yeah. you're not making your money off. I'm trying to think of some off Kelly O'Mara number 198 or whatever. I was. <laughs> yeah. Probably not, probably probably not, not. selling tickets, unfortunately, <laughs> no. even me, but yeah. yeah. So they sent this letter out to, you said it went out to all the pros, right? Or yeah. the top 100 pros. Well, no, it should like have that. gone out. Uh, so the, it was a chairman's letter. So Chris Commode is, the, as of November, October, November last year, is the new chairman of the, the PTO. 
his background is from the heading, well, he was a professional tennis player in the UK and then headed the um, ATP. Um, so he's come in to head it up and it was, yeah, a chairman's letter or a chairman's update. Um, and it should, so it should have gone as far as I'm aware to all the members of the PTO, Mm -hmm. whether people choose to open it and read it, I can't guarantee, I can't control that. I think they should. And if anyone (laughs) is listening to this and if I speak to any pros, I'm like, if any email you're going to open up or if any you are going to delete, like don't delete this one, like give this a read, give it, yes, it's wordy, it's long, but it's worth it. Um, he speaks really well and I think it just gives a little bit or, or it starts to give context on the direction of the next couple of years. And now, yes, that is going to be a focus on the 100K distance. And yeah, that's, you know, that sucks for me. Like, and I'm on the athlete board and that completely sucks. I don't, the 100K distance doesn't suit me at all. Um, but that's, you know, we need to build a brand. We need to build a product. And then if it's successful, we can then grow the sport more and bring in a longer, longer distance race and other things. There's other stuff that I can't, yeah, go sure. into as well. But yeah, yeah, I, mean, I know. Like, obviously, all this stuff, like you, like all this stuff, has been rumored and talked about. Yeah. Some of it was already announced, and it's kind of just like communicating it to the athletes because I think the athletes were feeling a little, yeah, which is totally, yeah. of course, they they were totally understandable. Like, um, you know, I have a lot of like Chris. I think is a fantastic guy and leader, but you know, even me personally, and being on the board, I was a little bit. Um, frustrated that he started in November and had had no you know hasn't said any hasn't um addressed the members like not even sort of taking over for, from when Charles sat down uh, stepped down now I understand why as well like he's been kind of looking under the bonnet so to speak and he's right basically reshaped this strategy for actually hopefully taking the tri- taking triathlon as a sport to something that is global and sustainable for future and they will grow going forward. Um, so he's doing a lot of work um, around that. Um, but yeah, so the letter came out, um, which hopefully starts to give some some explanation, some context. Yeah, it's not going to please everybody, um, but nothing ever does. And then hopefully in a couple of weeks, there'll be some further information to come out, which we're pushing, the, the board is pushing to, to get out as soon as possible. So um, kind of like about what's coming, at least not, not everything, not everything, but, but a little bit more no. understanding about what 2024 looks like. Um, right. cause I think that was obviously one of the, like one of the complaints athletes had was certainly like, how the hell am I supposed to plan my year? I don't even know when all the races yeah. are. You want me to be at these things, totally. but yeah. And the yeah. other thing that we started doing, um, from an athlete board perspective is, uh, actually went out today, Tuesday, like an athlete, a news athlete board newsletter. So after we have our board meetings every month, so we're going to try and um, put a newsletter out which gives some, uh, explains some of the topics we talked about in the board meetings to hopefully kind of, Hmm. so we give a bit more transparency, give the members an idea of what is being discussed. Also just build that engagement of, um, you know, here are some useful links here. We know we have a, we have a, some useful links. well, no, in, in terms of the fact that we have like, yeah. So people keep emailing saying, how do I update my profile? Well, this is now right, where it's all going right, to be. Sure. And the other important thing I think is like, we have a resource available for, to pro members to email about doping, anti-doping, any questions about supplements, about medication, and people don't know about it. 
And so that's gone out in the newsletter to say, hey, look, we mm. have a resource. This is an email address. Email her with any questions you have. It's like there's no, it's not, it's not, um, you know, it's, it's, I say it's confidential, but it's not a, there's no judgment there. It's just like, if you have a, if you want a question about anti-doping or you've right, got a question right. about your supplement or you've got a question about medication or you suddenly got to have, you know, X, Y, and Z, like we have a resource to help the athletes, like, right um so things like that so yeah 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 i mean obviously like we said like i mean there's a lot of talk about this letter that went out to all the yeah. pro, or pros this week because it got reported on and, and you know people were like oh my god um but it's not totally new i and you know everyone knows my opinion at this point is sort of like i'm tired of talking about it i need i just need to like see yeah. some re- i need to see some better coverage i need to see some really good coverage i need to see a full calendar of races I need to, like, if you want to, if you're going to talk about how we're going to use these big names to make, like, I need to see it. Like, at this point. Yeah, agree. Okay, I, I don't, like. I mean, I can't, yeah. I, yeah. All I can say is, like, I know the discussions around the broadcast, and again, we keep pushing off the back right. of feedback, is, you know, more data driven, more stats, more that side of things. Yeah, as you got to well, have graphics, graphics, all that kind of um, stuff. Yeah. And that I don't know, like, yeah, we need to, for sure, we need to step up the game on the broadcast like and actually deliver then on but i would say that like as well don't necessarily expect 23 to be singing and dancing like yeah. this i is, mean we'll see i don't it's not even it's not even we, we just need to hold hold space because all the like 80 percent of the pt the commercial team's time and attention is on 2024 is on next year yeah, yeah. It's not even like I expect it. It's almost like, like I remember somebody telling me like, oh, you're really skeptical. And I was like, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter what I, like what I think doesn't even matter. And this, it's just sort of like at this point, like. Well, we do, we do need. Like, no, 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 no. But I mean, I mean like it doesn't, it doesn't, it has to just happen, yeah. right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if I think the broadcast is good or bad. It has to just be there. Like at this, right? Like that's all. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and, and they also announced the start list for the European Open last week. And they are nutty, nutty insane. And so like, they better, they, they like really need to deliver a good fucking race yeah, yeah. in Ibiza. It, sorry, sorry. Ibiza. Ibiza. <laughs> Ibiza. How'd you say it? How'd you say it? Ibiza, Ibiza. is what all Americans yeah, say. No, Ibiza. But Ibiza. And if I hear the Venga Boys song one more time, which I have a feeling we're going to be hearing it on repeat until that race is done. Um, yeah. I mean, is it technically all 10 of the top 10 ranked women right now? I think it is. I think so. Yeah. Like it's yeah. pretty, it's pretty legit strong. Um, and like obviously the men were all excited to see Christian versus Jan because that this may be like the only time it probably isn't going to happen again. Yeah. Um, because I don't because I know Christian hasn't said whether or not he's racing Nice, but yeah. I and of course we all wish Gustav was going to be there too, so we could see like a full. Yeah, but he's probably full. he's probably like fixing some shoes or something. Right, it's like <laughs> taping more foam to the bottom yeah, of his shoes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Invisible so foam. I mean, Ibiza. I actually all I wasn't planning on going to Ibiza. Ibiza. Um, multiple people like asked me and somebody was even like, you can stay. But I was like, no, no, it doesn't make sense for me in my like personal life. Yeah. I need to not be flying everywhere. But then I, I saw the list and I was like, I should go. I, I think <laughs> I, I, there's a lot of hype around obviously the start list, but just like when the venue was announced and maybe right. it has more connotations with the Europeans. Like it's, it does. it's a party Island. It's where you were going when you were in like, maybe some people older now, Sid, but in your this teens. This is what Daytona sounds like to us. Okay. okay. All right. Really? Daytona? <laughs> Daytona Beach is spring break. Oh, is it? Okay. So equivalent yeah. for Australia would be school is on the Gold Coast. 
so just for our Australian listeners, but this is like, you know, your Menorca, Mallorca, Ibiza was like where you went and you, you know, you, you, you're not going out till midnight because that's when the bars open and you're coming back at 6am mm. in the morning and then you, whatever, and you get up for the afternoon on the beach and then you go do it all again, rinse and repeat and you go out at midnight and stuff. Yeah. That, yeah. It'll be great. Yeah. You'll have the thing, and like I've been at some races. I think Peru seventy point three is actually this weekend, yeah. which is a small seventy point three, whatever. But I did it one year, and it was one of those races where you had to play the like who's leaving the club versus who's showing up for the race yes. game. Yeah, yeah. Because at like six a.m., yeah. they, they, I've like, done cross. that. <laughs> yeah. I've done that just in training in Girona before, like going out, like going to the pool or going out for a ride, and I'm like, yep, they're all still queuing up to get into the nightclub, and it's seven a.m. Like, but welcome like, to awesome. Europe. The other, so I mean, I mean, we'll, I guess, jumping ahead because. Um, will feature these races. Obviously, actually, the, the start list for St. George, which 70.3 were, uh, North American Championships the same weekend, is also pretty stacked. Um, a lot of the American athletes aren't traveling to Europe, which is understandable. That's why I, that's why I kind of yeah, like sure. you have the European Championships. It gives the different regions a chance. Um, and the other... Start there's also the itu long thank you. distance thank again. you that there's was three yeah, yeah. yeah there's three big and yeah. someone made the joke that if you aren't getting paid to race on the first weekend of may you should maybe reevaluate your career choices yeah. and i was like if you're not getting paid to race mid-distance yeah yeah. Say. yeah yeah i was gonna say i'm not racing any of them um <laughs> there's not but, yeah. but because it's 70.3 100k and i believe the long distance is what like it's six hours five hours uh, yeah i think that? it's the 3k 130k 30 or something like that it's like something an weird, odd distance yeah. but that's that weekend and like actually some of the there is quite an interesting debate like because the world long distance world triathlon long distance is actually like a top tier race in the pto points Mm -hmm. so actually well it's like it's below the pto races but it's like a but the next tier but actually the next tier yeah is it a you know what does and it's got a decent prize purse because it's that highly ranked so right you know i think there's a few other athletes that are actually entered in both could you like get second in a silver tier race versus 12th in a gold tier race and end up getting more money and more points Yeah. yeah Hmm. So, interesting question yeah i mean i know ruth astle's doing the long course race not doing the 100k oh, um well she's more of a longer race exactly and i and i get that and that's like why why there's no point me kind of going to race at that caliber we know both ruth and i with our swims but i think ruth's by the looks of it ruth's swim has improved a lot and we'll see she's racing grand canet challenge grand canaria which is also this weekend um, Right. she's racing that so but I yeah think this Kat, is all i think Kat matthews is on both start she's on lists. both but she's also racing, which I'm more excited about at the moment, is uh, Ironman Texas North American this Championships weekend, yes. this weekend. So yeah. we were going to, after we talked all things PTO, we were going to preview the actual races this yes, weekend. Because these races we're talking about are not for like three more weeks. Yes. Um, and this re- weekend is Ironman Texas, which is the North American Ironman Championships, has a slightly bigger purse, slightly more spots. Yeah. Um, I think what most of us are most excited about is it is Kat's return to Ironman racing, um, yeah. which will be great. I there's, you know, I mean, she has to beat Jocelyn McCauley. She has to beat Lauren Brandon. It's not like, it's not, it's not a walk in the park, right? Maya Stage Nielsen. Um, I, I, I don't think any Iron Man is a walk in the park. I, I a think, walk in like, the park? No. <laughs> you just, like, you, you know, this is the thing with Iron Man or, or full distance racing. You can be in the best shape of your life and you're going to sure. have had a great training run into it and it all falls apart on the day for no reason at all. Or you could be coming back from an injury or accident and it's been rough as guts trying to get to that race and you actually like come through on the day and have a you know a solid performance so I, 
even if your win is comfortable and it looks sure. on paper like it's 20 minutes, like some races have been or whatever, you still, as an athlete, have to do that distance and you still have to do right, the full marathon right. at the end. And that's not, not easy. You know such, what? I, I think... know what you mean. Yeah. I think one of my problems is, uh, you know, you just said you could have this like terrible build and then on the day, I think I too much lately have been like, I'm sure it'll come together. And then it doesn't, I, I no, but you have to have, you have to have a, you have to have a build. <laughs> like there was a difference in my wording there. It was like a right, build, not right. no build. Like, and then yeah. just chuck yourself in a race. But anyway, but yeah. cat, I'm so anyway, excited. But it'll be great. Um, on the men's side, uh, Joe Skipper, Matt Hansen, yeah. uh, Rudy Von Berg, uh, Cody Beals is back, which I haven't seen him in a while, yes, I feel like. I know. Interesting. I um, Trevor Foley is a new one, I think, Ironman He is. I think, he, I think this yeah, I think, I say, d- think this is his first pro I, I think he DNF'd okay. one. So, mm. technically... He's a runner. Yes. He's a runner turned yes. triathlete. So. Um, but then, you know, Arnaud, Guillaume, and Bart Arnott, so no slouches either. Uh, maybe not have had more notable results in recent years, but I wouldn't put it past them. I'm obviously biased toward Matt Hansen. Um, I think he's in great shape. I really hope he has a, a cracker of a day and puts a run down. He races well in Texas. He too. does. He tends yeah. to. Um, mm-hmm. Skipper's obviously pretending he's on. Well, not pretending. He is a new dad. So he's on. Uh, he's on. He's pretending. I was going to say. Well, he, he kind of, to be fair, he kind of is pretending because I'm pretty sure his wife, Laura, only had the baby like a week ago. And then he's like off to uh, race Ironman Texas. But he's hoping the uh, dad. Uh, what is it? I mean, you can, you can. Dad strength, dad strength. just like comes through. Yeah. Right, say, right. I'm not quite right. sure whether it's the same as the mum strength. I don't um, know, I don't know. But then, yeah. It is also. I, I'm just gonna I was going to say. Did, say we, did we cover the women? I know we sort of mentioned. We did. Yeah. Well, we were talking about cattle with our cat, like obviously is considered the favorite, yeah. but shot to beat Jocelyn. Jocelyn's, Jocelyn races one well Texas. Yeah. Jocelyn trains a lot in Texas. Yeah. Lauren Brandon, obviously will be like first out of the water, I would yes. think. Um Lawrence and, and I know you I, guys just got, got, got off camp, got off camp much, with her. Too much details about my training partners. Um, but, you know, other name, Joanna Wright is a good runner. Jenna Nett, we haven't seen sort of, we don't, she doesn't race. We haven't seen her in a while. She doesn't race that yeah. often. Danielle Lewis, yeah. I think, like, watch out for her. She will likely come through on the run. Um, I, is this, I don't think she usually does Ironman. She did Arizona and got a flat tire uh, and then ran, uh, and still ran, oh, yeah. okay. was doing really well. So I think right, her right, first, right, right. Her first race was Texas last year or something like that. And she was doing really well and leading it or on the podium and then just struggled on the run. And then sure. Arizona, she had the flat tire on the bike, but then still ran through into third. Um, right, right. I think I like that. other notable, Maya Stage Nelson, never write her off. Jodie Robertson only races a handful of races. Um, yeah. And obviously I'm going to mention uh, Dee Dee Griesbauer. Um, I was like, out. wait, so Didi's not doing the commentary? No. Who's doing the commentary? <laughs> I can also not confirm or deny that that's me. No, it's not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing the commentary this weekend. I think I heard Rinny's voice on the um, on some of the adverts for the race. So maybe I know she was. was doing I know it. they were planning on having her do like color commentary yeah. throughout this year, and I haven't seen her yet. Yeah. So maybe I will say that's what, what was I, that's what I was about to say was it's also the first. Um, so it is going to be broadcast live. It is going to be streamed live. It's not on the Outside Watch platform because they only do the 70.3. So what you watched, you watched Oceanside on Outside Watch. Different platform this time, just to make you more confused. So we are back on that platform they launched at Kona, which I don't know if you saw because you were racing, but it was this brand new like live streaming platform that was like really cool. Like 
I it was I was actually like quite impressed yeah. with um what Iron Man had done. And so and then and then it disappeared. And I was like, why are we not using yeah. that still? <laughs> like so this is the first race back on that on okay. on that like Iron Man now. It's like Ironman.com backslash live. It's like very simple. Okay, so um Okay, so I need to find that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it'll be on their Facebook, it'll be on their YouTube as well. But oh, if you want like Facebook. the, okay. oh, it'll be on their but Facebook, their, their it'll be on their YouTube. Is where you have the different video. But their platform is where you have the different options, or at least the if cameras. they're doing it the same way they did Kona, you have the different cameras, you have the comments, which you can. I hope they do. You got to figure out how to mute the comments because you don't want like all the people typing the comments. Yeah. No. Um, but so they are. So they will be. They will be airing it live. Um, yeah. Starting like bright and early, it's they sent out like Saturday, their, their remember, whole thing. Everybody, it's a Saturday race. That's yeah. the other thing, yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, I, I mean, obviously, watching a full Iron Man is just like you gotta pace yourself, man. You can't. I'm alright. Watch the whole I'm a, thing. I'm a geek though. I love it, so I'll watch it. And also, <laughs> like, I'm, you know, obviously, I've got, I've got training partners racing with Matt, Dee Dee, and Lauren. Um, right. I'm super excited to watch Cat race, um, and some of the other the women in there as well. You know. Skipper is always fun to watch him to watch him race. So yeah, I mean I'm a I'm a fan of the sport. So I'll probably actually I've got a long ride that day. So see that's what I mean. Yeah, you're that's always yeah, the problem. Is you're like I don't but, know. But but you know what I'll do? I would probably when I'm riding, I'll keep up on the tracker to work out what's going on. But then when I get home and through the night, I'll probably like sit up and watch the whole so race. Watch, yeah. 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 It's hard to find, like, whatever. One of my pet peeves, because Boston this past weekend, trying to see how friends were doing. One of my pet peeves is, like, it's impossible these days to, like, just look. Like, I just want to see how, like, one person did, yeah. right? And they're like, download our app. Track multiple people. And you're like, no, man, just give me a yeah. fucking link to the results. Like, that's the extent. And I was talking to another friend who also, casual, casual viewer, like, just wanted to see how a friend did at Boston. That's the level of interest, right? Like, you need to make this a lot easier, Obviously, at this point, I have the Ironman app on my phone because, like, there's no other way to see results. But you're losing. I think this this is actually a fundamental issue when we talk about like participation and spectator participation versus spectator and building a spectator sport. Is if the majority of your audience is training themselves on weekends, who the hell is watching your shit? Yeah. And then if you want to get the casual viewer in, you've got to make it a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that yeah. That makes so sense. anyway, yeah, yeah. Ironman Texas will be streamed yeah. live. The other race this weekend. Um, that's attracting a lot of big names in Europe is Challenge Grand Canaria. Yes. Grand Canaria. I know Patrick Lang and Sam Laidlaw yes. are headlining the men's. And the men's. Ruth Estel is racing on the women's side. Yeah. Um, and I will. I do not think that is streamed live. I do not believe I, so. Um, it might be. It's a challenge race and it might have some. They did have coverage last year. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Challenge is like so race by race dependent yeah it is you know it's it's, even harder even harder to keep track of (laughs) yeah and often it's like um it's just like yeah iphone face yeah yeah so it's never it might but then you know still it's some form of live coverage and being able to track i'm just trying to find the the start list i think those are the major races this weekend though right grand canaria texas um and then we have two more weeks till we get to the big, big weekend of May 6, 7. May 6, 7, which is obviously the King, uh, the King's coronation in the UK. That's the important oh, thing. Oh, well, there you yeah. go. Uh, Challenge Taiwan yeah. as well, half. So, Grand Canaria, Sam Laidlow, Florian Anger, Aaron Royal, Patrick Langer, uh, mm. Pablo Gonzalo, Yuri Krulin. So, yeah, there's some Tom Davis. There's some pretty solid names going over to their Grand Canaria. And then on the... Which is also an... Oh, for my... Is also an island. 
off the coast of North, coast of North Africa. Yes, near Lanzarote, yes. if that helps people. Just so people yeah. know. <laughs> and then on the women's side, Annie Haug. So there you go. Annie Haug, uh, Ruth Hastel, India Lee, um, Elizabeth Kuridori, um, Kate Curran, who's a British athlete who's actually would is potentially going to lead out the swim. She's a great swimmer um, and could be out there. So yeah, yeah, some another kind of fairly decent name race. Yeah, I mean, I think we're getting we're getting down to when there's basically races every weekend, which is obviously like one of the good things, bad things about triathlon. It's like a little hard to yeah. keep track. Yeah. There's not like enough pros to like race every, yeah. make every event super exciting. Yeah. That's right. Or you just so. don't have a passport, so you can't travel and can't race. Oh, is that the problem for you? Yes. <laughs> is that why you're not going to IBS? Yes. <laughs> so I'm not doing anything at the moment. Oh, no. Although, okay, this is, this is my this is this is gonna be my event. So. Um, my passport expires in November, but you have to have six months on it. And I knew all this last year and I planned and stuff. Right, sure. Got back here in January and was like, right, I'll look to renew the passport. And when I'd looked before Christmas, it's like you could do it in the US, at a US consul, a British consulate right, in the US. Right. That you can't do anymore. Have As of somehow it changed like in December, I think. So now it all has to go back to the UK and you have to leave 12 weeks. And I'm like, when am I in one place? for 12 weeks that I don't need my passport kind of thing. Like this just doesn't happen. Added to the fact that everyone in the UK is going on strike at the moment. So the UK passport office were going on strike for five weeks. Um, so then I like started going, okay, that's fine. I'll do a one day appointment, emergency appointment, and I will do a 48 hour trip back to the U S it will be the most back, back right. to the UK, right. be the most expensive passport in the world. Um, <laughs> and of course you can't get it. You couldn't get like a one day, uh, an appointment. Right. They just shut it all down. So I then like went, okay, I've got no option. Let's put it in the post and FedEx it back to the UK. And I put a very nice letter in <laughs> saying, and I don't know whether this had any influence at all, but I'm like, I know you have a lot on, i.e. industrial action <laughs> at the moment, but I would really appreciate it if you could like try and push this through quickly because I've got this race coming up that I need to travel to. His And I put in like the race entry and my light nice, pro license. Nice. I was almost going to put chocolates in as well. Um, anyway, it's actually got back to me in two... Well, it's, I haven't got it in my hands yet, but they sent it within two weeks and processed it yeah. and updated it. So that I was really impressed because given that they said 12 weeks yeah, yeah. and industrial action. However... <laughs> DHL and I'm going to call oh, you out. Is that the problem? Okay. We will deliver your passport, which it has to have your signature. No one else's, right. of course. Get that between two thirty and four thirty on Monday the seventeenth of April. Fine. Rearrange my afternoon. I will sit at home and wait for it. Two thirty comes. Three thirty comes. Four thirty comes. Nothing. I then go online and get their chat function or whatever it is, which I'm right. Those things don't work. Uh, yeah. AI on chat functions. It fucking does my head in. I, I, I want, I like, I just, other... I just want to speak to a human. Like oh, yeah, anyway, I have a whole nother thing about like the state of customer oh, service. Yeah. So it's, this is, it's a problem. It. Yeah. Oh, um, it's a problem. oh yeah, no, we can't guarantee that we deliver it between the time. <laughs> so, the, so we send you, we set, we take the time to send a text message to you as a customer to tell you what time we're going to be there. But actually, but, it's, but actually, it's bullshit and it's a load of bollocks right. and we can't guarantee that. And it could just be any time that we turn up. And I'm like, OK, right. so having rearranged my day for those two hours, because that's what you told me, never with any explanation of this might be or might not be. I'm then just meant to sit in indefinitely until. Yes. Yes. Anyway, did you, not, did you never watch Seinfeld as a kid? So anyway, of course, 
2.30, came, 5.30 came, and I had to go out at 6 o'clock to go. And, and of course, I go out. That's when they showed up. Get a text message. But, did they, but, then, they, but then can't you just go pick it up at a DHL no. facility? No. I like how we're solving Sid's no. problems on so, right now. So this is what happens. <laughs> so this is what happens. You get a text message saying, uh, we tried to deliver your... Um, right, we'll try again No, no, tomorrow. we tried to deliver your, your parcel, but the premises were closed. And I'm like, it's a fucking apartment building, so it's not right. closed. There's a code to get into the door, which they hadn't got because I couldn't give that on the system. However, they can look for my name in the system, ring the doorbell, and it rings my phone. They didn't Mm -hmm. do that. So I'm like, they didn't even fucking try. So they said, like, please reschedule your thing. So I was like, right, I'm just going to send it to an office, and I will go and pick it up. The the nearest ones are in Denver. Two of them in Denver, none in Boulder. So I'm like, DHL, yeah, that sounds right. So I'm like, screw that. You can deliver it tomorrow, being Tuesday. So type in new delivery date Tuesday. Get a message. So and I'm like in and out today, but I was going to try and be home as much as I could. Get a message, text message this morning from DHL. We'll be delivering your passport on Thursday. And you're like, okay, that's like Tuesday. Okay, then it's kind of Tuesday, yeah. but that's fine. And I'm looking at my training schedule. I'm like, okay, actually that might work better. I can be home at more time. Sure. So I go off, do my training. I go on my gravel ride, practicing for Grail, which is another topic. <laughs> and get back to the car and get a text message. We tried to deliver your passport. There was no one at home. I'm like, for fuck's sake, you told me it was Thursday that you were going to deliver. And this time they had got in because they left a, um, right. a thing they on my door, which thing. they yeah. hadn't done yesterday. So yeah. I've now rescheduled for tomorrow. And again, it's going to be potluck as to whether I'm in or out. And we're just going to play this game until eventually it turn up yeah. and I'm here. This is what's been, this is what's been happening with my, not my internet. I've been, getting t- I've been getting text messages that say, oh, we're about to begin work on your internet. Uh, whatever. Anyway, yeah, same yeah. thing. They keep sending text messages yeah. saying they're doing work. And you're like, no, you're not. And yeah. then, the, then I see guys working on it. And the text message says work will begin in three days. And I'm like, but they're fucking yeah. out here. Like, oh. Yeah, but that, that, was my, that was my argument <laughs> to the to the customer service police, who then hung up on me and put me back, nice. put, sent me back to the AI bot. Yeah, like, no, there's a big problem with modern customer service. Like, this is a whole other complaint I what have. What is the point? Um, what is the point? If you're not going to guarantee it, don't even send the text message. Why? Just say yeah. we, it just might be today. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. okay. And I'll just it'll be potluck. But don't say it's going to be between a certain time. With you know what you really no, should do? And then he was like, oh, we're really trying to deliver it ASAP. And I'm like, how? Are you ringing the truck? Because at the moment, you can't tell me where the truck is. <laughs> so how do you know they're trying ASAP? Could be in fucking... You should of... just try traveling without a passport. I've tried that a few times. This actually works surprisingly in well. In America, yes, because you can travel on a driving license. No. I'm not going to... No, I meant, I meant, I meant... Okay, so here's, here's, my, here's well, my story. Well, my, well, well, wait, 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 telling passport wait, stories. I've got a follow-up. <laughs> They have to also send my old passport back to me, which comes mm. comes separately because my right, old passport sure. has my current P1 athlete visa for the US. But there right. is no indication of when that is arriving. So I might have right, a passport right, right. and then obviously I, no I've visa. got the documentation paperwork for the visa. But yeah, it's, yeah. Not it's, all, it's all it's all electronic. Passport. So this yeah. is where I was going with this is that so I think you, you know, like my husband was supposed to well supposed, but he was had gone to Europe to race the Winter Olympics. Like he was going to team camp. He was over there in training camp and we needed to renew his passport because his Irish passport. Um, but the, the plan had been like, it was, it didn't show up before he left, but then like the plan had been, he was going to be over there for like a month and a half because he had to go to China and all. And so I was just going to like mail it to him. But then he ended up, shit went down. So he managed to travel the first bit without it. 
Right, because he had a oh, U.S. Yeah, passport, uh, but not yeah. his... Or no, sorry, he yeah. traveled on his Irish yeah. passport, but he didn't have his U.S. passport. Yeah. So he, we were like, well, he only needs the Irish passport to go to China for the Team Ireland. And then by the time he needs to come back to the U.S. in, like, six weeks, like, I'll have... Like, I'll meet him in Ireland. We'll, like, have a, like, whatever. And then we'll fly back. I'll have the passport. Or I'll mail it... Or I'll mail it to him at his uncle's in Ireland. Like, who cares, right? But then, like... Like, shit went down, and he didn't get named to the team, and there was, like, all this drama, and, like, barristers got involved, and whatever, right? And so then he had to come back, like, way earlier, and he still only had his Irish passport, and I had his U.S. passport. And we were like, well, you're a U.S. citizen. Legally, they have to let you into the country. If you can get talk, like, if you can make it get on the flight, like, if you can talk them into letting you on the flight, then eventually they'll, they'll let you in. Like, eventually, once you're at SFO like they'll let you in like and so i was like gonna meet him at sfo with his passport and um yeah it worked is my point here and i said the only thing i was like do not because at first we were like well could you just travel with your irish passport and just say you're a tourist but no then that'll hit you down the road yeah. the next next time and i was like well whatever happened like do not lie yeah right like don't lie because that's when you get a lot and so it turns out and like maybe this wouldn't work if you didn't look like you know a European white guy, but it worked totally fine. They literally, like, they, they sent him off to, like, the detention room where you get, like, additional questioning. He literally was out of that before I had gotten through airport traffic. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. didn't even matter. Yeah, I know. I think, but I don't have the double passport thing, so. I know, so there you go. Yeah. And our one friend who was an immigration lawyer, her advice at that point was, oh, you shouldn't have done that. And I was like, well, thanks. Yeah, for awesome. Advice. Brilliant. <laughs> well done. Thanks for that now. So, yeah. but so. like you mentioned, obviously the big announcement that we'll close with, which you'll be able to do, even if you don't have a passport, is the new S Grail California yes. that they just announced so excited. for Big Bear. So excited. So it's funny. I got the chance to, uh, I'd got a gravel ride in on my program and I, my gravel bike is actually still in Girona. So I borrowed a friend's bike, but I was thinking about, you know, you know, mind on social media. I was like, oh, this is great. I'll do a gravel, I'm on my gravel ride and I'll make a post saying like, I'm training early for the big race of the year in October. And then I get home and they've announced there's this race in September in the US. So yeah, yeah I think, look, it's super exciting. Like the race in October, it is such a blast. It really is. And I really hope that that same ethos and vibe, I'm sure it will with the people involved, comes over to the US. And I think the US people, you, you just have, it's not a race. <laughs> like, you have to, this is not a race. Like, it's not a medal for your, you don't get age group. Sid, Sid's you don't get, you don't get age group medals. Yeah. Like, you don't get podium medals. You get like a medal for drinking the most amount of coffee during the day <laughs> or eating the most amount of donuts. That's what the medals are for. You're That's very so worried we're going to, like, go in and American it up. Yes. I'm just worried all these triathletes are going to, like, get in very serious. And it's, you know, it's Jan and he's this amazing, you know, everyone wants to beat him. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, they'll probably American it up. Yeah, yeah. I probably, like, for yeah, sure. exactly. Uh, but it is in Big Bear, which, like, if anybody, it's like a um, hippie mountain town, like, three hours, two hours outside of L.A. It's very popular with, like, um, runners. Yeah. Uh, there's a ski resort there, but it's also popular with runners yeah. uh, who want to get like elevation training. Yeah, well, I'd be so it is at elevation. So, too, and that's the thing. I'd be really interested. I don't know the team that are doing it, but if it's if they're bringing the class, so the Classmark team is a event mm. company in in Girona that do all the trail races and the mountain bike and the gravel events, and they run Segrail for for, for the organization. If it's those guys coming over to the US the US will also have a shock because it's fucking brutal. They will pick the <laughs> steepest hill to run up. They will pick like the, the gravel 
I don't think will be hugely technical because they don't want that. Um, but the tr- the run bit, it's like you will go up a vertical. Oh, yeah, like I've I've done some of their events where there's a rope down the side of a rock that you have right. to use. This to is what up. happened when Attila came over and yeah. did their first like Attila merit yeah. race down in Catalina. A couple of friends yeah. of mine did it, and they said like the the brief briefing there were all these like triathletes there because obviously yeah. it's a lot of triathletes just swimmer and they had all these triathlete questions and the very swedish guy who like runs it i can't remember his name right now but it's like lars yeah, yeah. or something like you know who it is right and he was just like what yeah you will just you will go with nature yeah, exactly stop asking yeah, questions yeah. Pretty, much, <laughs> pretty much like the like the segrail event in october like you know it's it's pretty much open roads. So they, they tell you like, you have to download the course on your GPS. Like we will not be out there showing you the way there's not going to be volunteers. And so like you expect that to be fair, they had chalked the course with arrows and at any major road, there was actually a volunteer, which I was impressed about, but I hadn't expected. Um, however, some people still went wrong and ended up in France. Sure. But you know, this is where it goes. (laughs) Just very good. It'll be. It don't, will be interesting. So don't get the shit like, if the course isn't marked. Like just knowing, you know, knowing our community, like yeah. having spent a lot of time in it. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll see who shows Let's up. Relax. I will probably do I think it. You should because because it is like one. I have no goals yeah. and uh, if I, no aspirations in my life. If I don't, um, if I don't qualify for Kona, I'll do it. <laughs> right, which I was gonna say, but you have like actual reasons because yeah, well. it is like two weeks before or three weeks before yeah. Kona. So yeah, but if I haven't qualified, I'll definitely, I'll definitely be in. I don't. I don't think that's going to be an issue yeah. for you. Don't worry we'll about see. it. I need, <laughs> I need a passport first to get to the race to, qualify, passport, to qualify first right, to get to your qualifying. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! So I can't. I don't want to. Sure. Even though, like, obviously, I've got the notification that DHL have my passport. Yeah. I don't want to book flights until I've like literally got it in my hand. <laughs> so it's been funny because I've been at training camp going well. I'm training. Hopefully I can I'm race. training yeah. for a race. Like you don't want to stop training because then you're like, it's bound to turn up. <laughs> have you ever, I guess we should, we, we are really babbling, we should, but have you to ever tried the existential question? this was like, going to be a short podcast. Yeah. Like work. I mean, like you can just be like, oh, I'm just not going to do work for two weeks. Like whatever. But like training, anytime you're like, oh, I'm just not going to do it right now. You can't do no. that. Like there is no, like, I'm just going to tap out for a yeah. little bit and take a break. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously you take an off season, but that's still part of like an overall season. I mean, but there's no like ever just like, yeah, I'm just, you can't just like pop right back in as if like your email is still all just in your email. Yeah, exactly. But there's also not that just like turning up at your corporate desk job and staring at at, at your computer screen all day and still getting your paycheck at the end of the month and not really, you know, zoning out for the day and going, oh, that wasn't very productive, but it's okay. I'll still get my paycheck at the end of the month. Yeah. See, but sometimes that's nice. I was at the office today, whatever, doing some stuff. And we were like, and I was chatting with a friend of mine and we were like, and I was like, see, and she's getting paid for this. Yeah. Networking. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we, I wasn't getting paid for it, but she was. (laughs) We race, we race and we don't get paid half the time for it. Right. And, and then, you know, whenever people are like, they make like a hundred thousand or whatever, I think it was like 120 for winning Boston and people are like, oh, that's good for like two and a half hours of work. And you're like, guys, <laughs> guys, <laughs> like if we actually break that down per hour. I think I'm on a less than minimum wage. Pretty sure. <laughs> that is terrible. Pretty sure if you break it down on all the hours of training you've put in for that two hours. Um, we are we're barely, barely above minimum wage if that not so good it's not so good yeah, so. yeah. All, right. all right well i feel like we should actually end our episode <laughs> the short the on short one on the short episode uh we will probably be back next week we don't know yeah. we'll see where we're we'll see where sid is yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right talk to you